Warning, this episode contains the sensitive topic of suicide. If you or someone you know need support, call the toll-free 24-7 National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. You can also text HOME to 741-741 for free, which offers 24-7 support from the Crisis Text Line. Welcome to the Ohio Health Wellbeing Podcast. On today's episode, we listen to a conversation between Associate Kelly Porter and Director of Coding for OPG, Nikki Walker. Nikki walks us through how she became comfortable sharing her story in a public forum, the importance of being vulnerable in the workplace, why normalizing conversations around mental health is important, and how listening can help create a safer space to share. And now, our conversation with Nikki Walker. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for joining us today. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. So, Nikki, can you tell me a little bit more about your story? My story with sharing mental health and how that has impacted my life in the workplace began during the 2019 lead cohort for high potential directors. I participated in that program thinking that I was going to learn more technical skills and how to be a better leader. And I did, but I learned more about myself during that time and how trauma in my past was impacting my present. And through that program and the encouragement of my coach, I was able to share during my graduation TED-style talk with a room full of executives at Ohio Health that I had struggled with mental health in the past and had attempted suicide in 2016 as an employee of a health system. Mickey, can you tell me a little bit more about how you became comfortable sharing your story with others? I became comfortable sharing my story with others through the openness of the LEAD program and the space that was created for me there to get to know myself better and to share with others what my experiences have been. And additionally, in that program, we learned how those past experiences or current mental health struggles can really shape how we show up in the workplace and the needed attention to focus there to be a resilient leader and to practice resonance so that we can show up as our whole self as we lead and our whole healthy self. So self-care became something that had not been important to me in the past. Um, Servant leadership was something that we were always taught was the way to lead. Can you tell me why vulnerability in the workplace is so important? Vulnerability in the workplace is what humanizes us, and it's what connects us as people, not just our roles. And once we get to know each other as our whole selves and we're able to show up as our authentic selves and have truly transparent conversations, We're able to put ourselves in the shoes of others and seek to understand their perspective and what they're bringing to the table as we try to accomplish all of these lofty goals that we have in front of us. When you gave your talk at the LEAD program, 
and shared your story. Can you tell me a little bit more about how that felt, like the the feeling you got after your talk was done and you had shared such an intimate story with so many of your fellow Ohio Health associates? Leading up to the lead graduation, which included the talk, I knew that I wanted to share my growth and my journey in the year spent in the program. And initially, I was not going to share my mental health history and the challenges that that had presented. One of the facilitators of the LEAD program sat down with me and encouraged me to give a little bit more and said, if your hands aren't sweating while you're thinking through this or talking through this, you haven't gone there fully. And so that was presented as a challenge to me to really put myself out there and to start that healing process. That day, I was so nervous. <laughs> I was not only sweating on my hands, but just sweating through my clothes, honestly. I'm a very comfortable public speaker, but speaking about myself in a full room of executive leaders who ultimately I hope will hire me on or trust me with projects and budgets staring at me, um, that was very uncomfortable to say, I have trouble managing my mental health sometimes. And to say, I had so much trouble at one point that I attempted to take my own life. That is something that my fear was that they would view me as not capable of leading large projects or handling stressful situations. And after I concluded the talk and walked off stage, it was very emotional. And I felt like using my voice and sharing my experience was more important than ever. In the following weeks, I continued to have people reach out and directed them to resources. And even now in the COVID era, in this pandemic, there are more and more people sharing these struggles with me and asking for help. When did you realize that you needed to ask for help? When the ways that I was trying to cope with stress and anxiety were no longer working. And it was something I was just not able to manage on my own. In addition to that, it was something that other people were noticing in me, whether it be in my job performance, my behavior, or withdrawing from friends and family and things that I used to enjoy doing. And once I felt like I couldn't solve this on my own, I asked for help. The unfortunate thing is access to mental health care is still an issue. And it took quite a bit of help and support from my friends to help me get the care that I needed. And even then, it still felt like a struggle. What are some of the ways that Ohio Health has helped you with your journey? 
currently, Ohio Health is helping me through a behavioral health program in partnership with my primary care provider to get me the help that I need with anxiety that has bubbled up for me in December and is still currently an issue that is making things very difficult day by day. What piece of advice would you give a fellow associate who is just starting their mental health journey? Growth is not lateral. You're going to have peaks and valleys. And the more that you can invest in learning about yourself and what your triggers are or what gives you energy, what gives you hope, what can you do for you to avoid having those peaks and valleys? And also, how can you recognize when you're about to enter into a valley? The better you pay attention to yourself, and sometimes that includes documenting daily how you're doing, uh, if you're a data-driven person like myself, seeing that on paper, tracking how I'm doing, really helps me to see when I'm falling back into an old pattern. So if I feel like I'm not in control of something, how does that present for me? What is my response? And what can I do to maybe respond differently when I see that situation coming up again? What do I need to be better? Nikki, can you tell me why listening is so important? It creates a safe space for someone else to share their story. And more importantly, two types of listening, channel one and channel two listening. Channel one listening is when I'm thinking about what my response is going to be while you're still talking. Or I am already thinking about how I'm going to solve this problem for you while you're still talking. Channel two listening is really truly being present with that person and not responding, but being present and creating a safe space while they talk. What are some ways that associates could create safe spaces for their fellow associates? By listening and keeping things that are shared in confidence. Also, Identifying people within a department is a great idea to make it very clear of who those people might be. We created a culture and engagement team in one of the departments I worked with and trained associates to facilitate conversations and how to hold space for their peers so that we were encouraging peer-to-peer -peer conversations rather than waiting for someone to feel like they needed to involve a leader or they needed to reach out to another resource as an escalation. So really truly embedding that in your culture and normalizing that in your culture that we must be able to trust one another and identifying those people who volunteer to do so and to be those holders of space confidentially. Thanks for coming in today, Nikki. I really enjoyed getting to know more about your story. 
Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my story and to help to bring this conversation and normalize talking about mental health in the workplace. With all the well-being resources out there, it may be hard to find the best support option for your unique situation. Any associate or provider can call the Ohio Health Wellbeing Connection at 614-566-1800, a confidential helpline to connect you to the support that's best for you.